What's going on? It's July 6, 2023. I am obviously not Jimmy Van. I am Tyler Herchuk, the same Tyler as a couple weeks ago. Um, now, I do have a boring background, as you can uh, see. Uh, that hasn't changed at all. Um, but I have a very special guest today, uh, and he's a TV host, a travel writer, a formal mayoral candidate. And based on his Twitter banner, I'm thinking like a lounge singer who only sings sea shanties and like songs about the sea. Uh, Rogue like, Stewart, how's it going? More like a tone deaf scene shanties, which makes it even better. Perfect. What are you doing? Uh, can I call you Broke Ass Stewart? Any preference or? Uh, either Stewart's fine. Stewart's fine. Very cool. Okay. And I'm uh, in solidarity. I'm wearing a nautical themed uh, shirt. Nice. Uh, a couple, nice. couple dolphins on it. Uh, for those out there, here's what's going to happen. We're going to do the the KYN seven. So seven of the top news stories of the week that are stupid, funny, or weird, and I will get Stuart's reactions. And I'll, of course, ask questions along the way. Uh, please remember, guys, uh, to send in your super chats to get your questions or statement read on the air. And if you don't want to donate through YouTube, totally fine, or you can't catch the live show, go to kynchat.com, and you can leave a question or statement anytime that we will read on the air. Are you ready to go, Stu? Yep. Beauty. Okay, let's go on to story number seven, reported by the Northern Echo. An armed robber tried to steal beer from a convenience store in Durham City, England. Now, the shop the shopkeeper did some quick thinking, ran out the door, uh, and was able to close the security shutters, which basically just trapped the robber from escaping. Um, now, Stuart, what do you think the robber did waiting for the police? I mean, the robber should be used to this by now because it's England. It's just like the Brexit. They tried so long to get out, they just couldn't escape. Um, what, what are the, the, <laughs> if, I, if I was the, um, the robber at that point, you're, you're screwed no matter what. So I just might as well open up and have a drink. You know, honestly, that is spot on. Yeah, spot right. on. Joel, can you, can do, you right? drop the video, please? Uh, so robber decided to. Uh, he got caught physically under the shutter, and <laughs> you see the four pack <laughs> on his head, and he's gonna <laughs> reach over. And crack one. Amazing. Now, when I, at that point? when I first saw the, the headline and I read through it, I'm like, okay, physically trapped in the store, has a lot to choose from, maybe goes up to like a higher grade. But no, just phys- horizontal. Just literally grabbed the closest thing possible and started drinking it. I appreciate that. Now, have you ever had any situations, Stuart, where you're just horizontal, you just reach for the closest thing to, to have a sip? or Usually water in the morning when I'm hungover, but you know. Uh... Gotcha. <laughs> awesome uh, so it's 30 year old Martin Trimble uh, he was sentenced to jail for 3 years and 4 months for attempted robbery and possession of a knife uh, do you think that punishment fits the crime do you think it's uh, too little too late what, what do you think well I just like that um, in other countries you get arrested you know knife is the problem <laughs> whereas our country it's like oh they had hella guns you know so uh, they got a better system over there at least for uh, stopping us from killing as many people exactly. um, but um how many how many years was it? I was three years and four months for attempted robbery and possession of a knife. I don't even know. I don't know what the, what the system's like there. What do you think we get here in the states for that? Are you even in the states? I'm, I'm actually in Canada. Oh, then you. I mean, you guys even have laws up there? Like, uh, no, it is a <laughs> it is a free for all. Fair enough. Um, no, I mean, I feel like in the states this would be a slap on the wrist, like thirty days community service, maybe. Depends on where you are. Fair. Uh, Depends where you are. And uh, yeah, thing, our criminal justice is pretty messed up. It's like, well, it also depends on like, what color skin you have, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It, it, it could be the rest of your life in jail, if, you know, if you're, if you're black. So <laughs> that's very true. And neither of us for that. Right. Uh, 
<laughs> well, uh, kind of a depressing end of that story. Uh, moving right on to story number six, uh, reported by Asia One. Uh, strange food trends. I don't know if you've seen these making the rounds on social media. Seen anything going on, Stuart? No, not not lately. There's always something weird, but nothing recently. So there's this stir fry dish uh, that was spotted at a market in China that went viral on TikTok because it, there's an inedible ingredient that's part of the dish. Now, can you try to guess what the thing is that's in the dish that should probably not be in the dish? Uh, plastic of some sort? I mean, that's not a bad guess. Honestly, we all have plastic in us already yeah, at this point. So, so just microplastics. Any other guesses? Any other thing you want to try to throw out there? A human hand. Ooh, that's that's eerily kind of foreshadowing, um, but not for this story. Uh, go ahead and uh, roll the clip there, Joel. To make it, first put chili oil over the pebbles, then stir fry with dried chili, garlic, and other seasonings. I know you've been wondering how do you eat it. Just suck on it and spit out the pebbles. Make sure not to swallow them. I'm serious. So stir fried pebbles. I break my teeth for sure. I'm, I, I'm an overzealous eater. I always burn my mouth. I don't even trust myself with hot drinks. So uh, definitely hot pebbles would be a disaster for me. What that's just it. And then you don't even. So here's my question. Do they reuse the pebbles? Uh, it depends, depends what kind of dishwasher they got, you know? Uh, I bet they do. How many? I mean, although pebbles are probably pretty plentiful everywhere. So I'm not sure. Right. I, I feel like it would have a nice mouth feel as well. Very yeah. smooth kind of. Uh, and, and how popular is this dish? Do we know? Great question. Um, we don't know. Supposedly went viral. So, I mean, people are eating it. But uh, yeah, that doesn't appeal to me much. It reminds me of when I was little and I got into sunflower seeds because my dad would eat sunflower seeds, but I wouldn't eat them. I just put them in my mouth, suck off the salt and then spit them out. <laughs> my brother had this weird phase when we were kids where uh, he's weird about food stuff in general. So uh, he had this phase where he would take Cheetos and he would uh, suck all the Cheeto sauce, uh, all the Cheeto powder off the, the crunchy thing. But then he grossly put the uh, Cheeto back in the bag. And, you, and so you wouldn't know it. You put your hand in your bag. Oh, why did I, what, what's going on in there? Why did it do that? No, thank you. Freaky, man. Freaky. Oh, my goodness. That is, oh, that's like serial killer behavior, honestly. Yeah, it was, it was pretty gross. Um, gladly, he, he, grew, he grew out of that eventually. Oh, my goodness. That's terrifying. That would scar me for life, probably, <laughs> I have to say. Uh, reminder, guys, uh, get your Super Chats in if you have a question or a statement you want right on the air. If you can't catch the show live, go to kynchat.com. Leave a contribution at any time, and we'll read your question or statement on the next show. Um, so if you have anything fun that you want us to say on the air, let us know, and we'll say it, um, given that it's appropriate to say live on the air. Uh, moving on to story number five. Uh, this is where the uh, maybe the foreshadowing came in, maybe not. Um, it, it, this is reported by the Wa Post. Uh, okay, A restaurant in Taiwan has a special bowl of ramen on its menu and it's only available if you order it in advance and it's only for dine-in customers so there's no takeout no takeaway as they say uh in durham county in in england um what do you think is the uh, feature ingredient in this bowl of ramen i mean i gotta say human hands since we threw that out before but i mean i don't think that you can legally get away with that so uh uh something human made i have no idea uh you were actually warmer on the hand part uh joel can you throw up a picture oh yeah godzilla ramen um it's not godzilla yeah well crocodile actually um which i mean when it's just an arm like how can you tell the difference right 
Yeah, and also like, how much work do you have to do to get the meat out of that? Exactly. Right? Is it like a? Cra- I mean, it's like kind of. I don't know. Like, I've, yeah. I've had I've had uh, gator before, but but like, uh, uh, I don't do the work. You know, like it just shows up like in meat form. You know, so I, I don't know. Like that's tough skin. Do they give you like special scissors to get through it to get it open? Great question. And is it deboned? Is it bone in? Right. Or... Right. That's pretty right. wild. I, how, would you des- how would you describe gator? The, the t- can you remember? Believe it or not, it tastes like chicken. <laughs> yeah. Most uh, things do. It was good. Yeah. Had yeah, I think I've had. Ooh, I think I've had skewers of gator before. It was gator or croc? One of the two. I don't know the difference. Yeah. Honestly, do you believe the conspiracy that we are in a, this is kind of a wild jump. Um, we're in a simulation and, and one of the indications that we're in a simulation is that all foreign animal food tastes like chicken. So they screwed up the, <laughs> the, the taste. I mean, we might be in a, in a simulation because there's things that like, I just learned like, the, I don't, do you know the food of the loom thing? Like, you know, the uh, clothing food of the loom. Yeah. So I've, in, in my brain, there's always like a little, uh, you know, there's the fruit and there's like a little cornucopia behind it. Right. The little cone shaped thing. Apparently that's not a thing at all. And everybody yeah. remembers it. Everybody remembers it having like that like cone in there and, and none of their brands have ever had that apparently. It's one of those Mandela effect things. Like that got like uh, the Berenstein bears. I was saying they're always Jewish bears to me. I thought they're Berenstein bears, you know, and apparently they're, they're not, they're goyish bears. I don't know. <laughs> oh my goodness. I, I do not, to be fair, I don't remember um, the Berenstein bears go to shul. So, I mean, it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> you never know oh man uh yeah what's the craziest thing you've ever eaten if it's not alligator or, or crocodile oh man i've eaten all kinds of uh craziest thing i've ever eaten i don't even know i mean like uh definitely like uh parts of brains i think you know mm. or like uh, definitely like chicken hearts beef hearts a uh, beef liver chicken liver duck liver i like pates are delicious and they could be kind of weird for people interesting so the, like the I'm getting like first. I got serial killer vibes from your brother with the keto diet. <laughs> you. Yeah, you're looking on your address, you know. Oh, yeah, please don't. Um, the craziest thing I've eaten probably was uh, I lived in Aus- I lived in Australia and Asia for a bit, and in Cambodia I had a deep fried tarantula. Oh wow! Um, this lady at a bus stop just had literally like a salad bowl full of deep fried tarantulas. That's wild. I've definitely had deep fried crickets before. Uh, they're called in, in Spanish. They're called think, chipolinas, Ooh. and uh, they're popular. Like uh, I, I live in San Francisco, and there's a mission, mission district's a, a pretty Latino neighborhood, and so there's a couple places you can buy chipolinas. That's also an appealing name for a food. It's, it's right? a great name, yeah. Chipolina. Like I'm not gonna. Oh, do you want to get some deep fried tarantula? Like that... <laughs> <laughs> not for me. Not, not so much. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, on to story number four, reported by News Channel Five, Nashville. Uh, so they did this investigation into a doctor from Tennessee who they suspected of giving out fake COVID vaccination exemption letters uh, for cash without any sort of contact or prior relationship with the doctor. So typically you have to be like a patient of the doctor to even be considered for these letters. Uh, and the news channel wanted to expose this doctor and they were successful after they anonymously paid him to write an exemption letter for an interesting candidate. So who did the doctor unknowingly write a COVID vaccination exemption letter for? Oh, uh, I don't know. A, a dead grandmother or something like that. A, That's the, not the, bad. The family dog. The fa- <laughs> Stuart is cooking with fire, my friends. Go throw up the picture. Uh, the doctor wrote the letter for a dog named Charlie. It's a cute dog. I'd give that dog whatever he wanted. 
<laughs> it all it almost looks like he's like, what do you mean it's fake? <laughs> what are you talking about? That's amazing. So the doctor is 76-year-old Robert Cobble. I, I feel like there's a problem there. Like 76 years old and still, you know, slinging medications. Yeah, for like backroom deals. That's impressive. Questionable. <laughs> Uh, so he was selling the letters through a company called MedChoice. Uh, the news channel used the name Charlie Krause, said he had an irrational fear of needles, and they paid $139. Well, like I said, I'd give that dog anything. That's a very cute dog. Right? <laughs> and so it was only a couple of days, and Charlie the dog received this personalized waiver signed by the doctor. Uh, and my thought is, like, dogs don't typically have last names. Right? Right. Like Charlie. Like Charlie Krause. That sounds like a real, you know. Um, maybe he could have long lineage of Krauses in, in his family. And, you know, maybe it's a family name, Krause. Who knows? Exactly. And, I mean, if he didn't write this exemption letter, he might have a sour Krause on his hands. Oof, that's terrible. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, the doctor had to pay a $1,000 fine and was forced to give up practicing medicine in the state of Tennessee. Uh, probably about <laughs> 11 years too late, I think. Sounds about right. <laughs> Uh, story number three. This is from the Guinness Book of World Records. Um, so there's a Spanish runner named Christian Roberto Lopez Rodriguez, uh, and he set a new Guinness record for running the fastest 100 meter dash. But you know, this is the Guinness Book of Records, of course. Uh, and so this was no ordinary 100 meter dash. So what do you think makes this dash different? They had to drink a bunch of Guinness first. Interesting. It's very specific to the book, the Guinness or, Guinness Book Dash. Or they had to do it on his hands and knees. Ooh. Cartwheels, maybe. Okay, so if I told you that this the record time was 12, 12.82 seconds, would that mm-hmm. change your answer? I don't know how how fast a normal 100-yard dash is. I think the fastest, like Usain Bolt did it in under nine. Okay, so I have no clue. No clue. So, uh, why don't you throw up that uh, video there, Joel? Ah! That's impressive, honestly. I can't even walk in high heels, let alone run a 100-yard dash them. I love the POV video, too. It's just like, this is what I see when I run. Totally. Just like little, it looks like little hot dogs moving, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Hot dogs are knees. Now, my question is like, do the heels have to be like regulation length? Good question. Yeah. I mean, does New Balance make sports heels? Like, I don't know. That would be a great kind of, you know, you got the swoop on the sides or you got the, yeah, the New Balance logo. Need support, you know? If, if you think that, do you have any athlete in mind who do you think would like be sponsored by these heels? I know a lot of drag queens. So uh, definitely uh, there's plenty in my neighborhood who would love those heels. <laughs> and, and imagine like you just get a, a boatload of heels every month and they're just sponsored. Like they're just sponsoring you. Right. And you just have to like, you know, uh, do shows in them, I guess, or like, I guess run around in them. Yeah. Just be I, seen. I, have you ever worn high heels before? Uh, yes. When I was younger, one thing that I would do, uh, for the babysitter, when the babysitter came over, I have an older sister and I would throw on her tutu and do like dancing and I'd throw heels on from time to time. That's cute. Yeah. I, uh, I've tried to put on there. They're not very comfortable at all. They're terrible. 
not in the least. It blows my mind that they're still wildly popular. Um, I picked up my girlfriend from an event recently and her and her friends were all wearing heels, but my girlfriend pulled flats out of her bag and all of her friends were like, oh, you're so smart. Yeah, how, like, did, they ever, how did they not think about that? I know, you need tactical heels. I'm wondering if if like heels with a detachable heel. That's not a bad idea. Do you want to go think, into business? I think you're onto something there. Go business? Business, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> what would we call these detachable heel heels? Uh, walk-offs? No. Um, That's not bad. Yeah, right? Um, sachet and play? Ooh, I um, like that too. What else we got? Uh, Rue may have some questions, though, uh, for copyright. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, sachet and play. That's good. Um, ooh, no heel. Some, there's something in there. Yeah. I'm picturing almost like, um, is it just like a clip-on? It has to be a sturdy clip-on because those things can break, and then you break your heel, you break your ankle. That's also true. Or, or you get like a... Um, Almost like a mechanical one, like a robotic one, where it's just like right? you can change the height. Yeah, that's a good idea. Like, imagine you go out on a first date, and you're like, "Oh, this dude is like six inches taller than me," and you're like, "Let me just add some height." It's great. Or you're you like short kings, and you're like, "Let me just drop some height." There's there's definitely a market for this. Definitely. Okay, we'll talk after this. <laughs> One more reminder, guys, uh, get your super chats in. If you have questions or statements that you want read on chat.com, leave a contribution at any time, and we will read your question or statement on the next show. On to story number two, reported by the Indian Express. Uh, Poppy farmers in Slovakia are dealing with a very unique kind of pest that they did not expect. Uh, The pest is destroying the poppy crops, and they're causing continuous losses for the farmers uh and both private insurers and the government will not cover the damages because it's kind of a unique situation what do you think the pest might be that is just wrecking these poppies uh are they uh like wild hogs that are addicted to opium or something some kind of animal addicted to opium that's not a bad guess and i mean if you start opium it's hard to get off opium Tough. It, I've heard it, stories. Is it bagel fanatics who just really champion for those poppy seeds? Oh, that that reminds me of that episode of Seinfeld where Elaine really wanted to go on that trip. Do you remember that? No, which one? Uh, oh. she really wanted to go on this trip, and then she was addicted to. I think it was poppy seed. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she tested, <laughs> she tested positive, positive for right. opium. <laughs> and then she took Jerry's mom's uh, urine, thinking that it was like a, a you know a, a way to beat the system, and they're like. You're postmenopausal and you have high <laughs> cholesterol. <laughs> I love that show. Oh, what a show. Um, why don't you throw up the uh, the video there, Joel? Let's see what <laughs> In Flanders Fields, the poppies grow uh, and swans get high as fuck. That's fantastic. Yeah, opium-addicted swans. Um, have you ever seen anything like that? Uh, no, but I do know that, like, you know, they've, they've, uh, they've done all kinds of studies where, like, there's birds that, like, live around um, airports that get uh, addicted to, like, the fumes from um, the, the jet planes have. And, like, there's certain birds that like, specifically live around airports because of that. 
So yeah, animals, they're just like us. They like to be, they, they become junkies too sometimes. That's wild. Like imagine they, you know, they're migrating and they come across like a plane flies by and they just get a whiff and they're like, fine. <laughs> new neighborhood, baby. Park it up right here. Um, so yeah, the, the opium in the poppies makes the birds so high that they can't fly. Uh, and then it makes them susceptible to predators. So they're just basically just hanging out on the ground. And some have actually even died from opium overdose. Really? Yeah. And because they're a protected species in Slovakia, the farmers can't like kill them themselves. Uh, so they're using volunteers and rescuers to relocate them and help detoxify them. Do they go through like withdrawals? That's my thought. I imagine like, like oh man, I'm I'm real sick, man. I I, I need my fix. You know? <laughs> oh man, I, I'm picturing like a swan rehab. Like they're just in these little bunks and they got IVs. <laughs> Like celebrity rehab with Dr. Drew, but for They're swans. Just like us. Swans are just like us. <laughs> uh, I mean, to be fair, though, when I'm high on opium, I can't fly either. Um, that, Not to say I've ever been on opium. Opium is a hell of a drug. For So I've heard. Mm -hmm. um, I like poppy seed bagels, though. I've tried. I've tried. You know, all the stuff that we thought in the 90s we were smoking in early 2000s we thought was opium. We found out. The reason I never got really high from it because I found out all these years later it wasn't opium at all. It was some kind of incense that we were all fooled into thinking it was opium. Yeah, we wasted a lot of money on that. No. Yeah, it was something in the 90s. Called, it was called like Red red Rock Opium. It wasn't opium at all. At all. Interesting. So now are you addicted to incense? Yeah, I love the smell. Can't, can't get it out of my nose. <laughs> Do you mind me asking if you've – are there any other – like any wild drug experiences that you've had? Oh, lots any, of them. Yeah? Yeah. Is that for I've another show? I've tried it all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wild. Oh, my goodness. Stuart Scott stories. Um, do, do you share these stories? I, I saw that you're going to be performing soon in September. Is that true? Oh, I mean, we just performed. I just did a performance last week or two weeks ago. Um, maybe in September. I don't know. Things come and go. Things just kind of pop up. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a big fan of LSD. Uh, it's, it's a good one. It, so you think it should be legal? Or is it legal? I don't um, know. It's not legal, but it should be. Yeah, I mean, if they look, if this country lets you have guns, why not? Why not let you at least have acid too? You know, I mean, that, I'm not saying those go together necessarily, but I mean, like, uh, it's a lot more fun and lot less people get hurt. You know? Oh, wild! Oh my goodness! Okay, on to uh, story number one, reported by the South China Morning Post. There is a man in Bangladesh who was imprisoned for over thirty years. Excuse me, for murder. Okay, now he was originally given a 42-year sentence, uh, but he recently got released after the term was commuted by 10 years due to services that he provided to the state while he was in prison. So convicted murderer, thrown in jail, supposed to do 42 years, um, and then got out after uh, about 30-ish years um, because of a couple things. What do you think were the services that this guy did? Uh, he let them experiment on him. Medically. Ooh, interesting. So instead of getting paid, I know some people do medical trials and they get like good money for it. Mm -hmm. um, so you're thinking in jail, he was just like, yeah, just stick needles in me. Yeah, why not? Pump me up. That I mean, that would be a cool one. Uh, I mean, cool is probably a strong <laughs> word, but if it's like, <laughs> you could be superhuman. Yeah, you don't uh, know. Spider-Man. Exactly. Um, who would you say is, is your ideal superhero if you could be a superhero? 
I will say this, you know, uh, if I could have, you know, three wishes, my first one would be to have the metabolism of a 19 year old. That'd be pretty great. Um, uh, but for reals, that would be to speak every language in the world. That'd be a pretty good one. That would be amazing. Yeah, right. You might have a really weird accent. You'd be like, blah, 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 blah. but you know, you can talk to anybody. It'd be cool. So now, so you can speak it. Here's the caveat, though, because then you get people like myself who are like, well, actually, that. Um, so you can speak any language, but can you understand every language? Of course. Well, I mean, if, you, if you're doing it, might as well do the whole fucking thing. You know, like, no, no, no half ass in it. So what I, I personally would love about that is that I would be able to communicate with obviously anybody, but like when you're on the bus, mm-hmm. you're two people talking and you just kind of chime in. Right. You're like, whoa, I didn't expect that. Also, it could be terrible too. Maybe maybe it's a curse to be able to you know you don't really think of like the downsides of things. So maybe it's a curse you have to unfortunately no matter where you are, you have to hear everybody else else's like asinine conversations and you unfortunately understand them. You're like, oh fuck, really? Talking about that. Yeah, no, I get that. I think we take it for granted because we've grown up with the language. Like you hear people talking and it's like, okay, I hear them, but it's not relevant to what I'm trying to do. So I'm just going to like ignore it. Right. But, I mean, I'm also like, I live in San Francisco, so there's tons of languages going on all the time, you know? Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's funny that when I'm overseas and I'm traveling and I'm, I'm in a, a non-English speaking country, when I'm, you know, let's just say I'm, I'm in Paris or something like that. And I hear someone speak English, uh, especially American English, it just, or which also kind of sounds like Canadian English, but you know, uh, I hear a similar accent. It just cuts through the crowd. And I can hear, like, I can hear it louder than everybody else. It's kind of weird. Interesting. Very interesting. Um, we we really went off a tangent there. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, you're basically, you're saying that this guy, uh, 30 years in prison, should have done 42, got out. Uh, and you're thinking that he was experimented on. Um, he actually went pro. Uh, Joel, can you put, put up a picture, please? Uh, he played the role of a hangman. And helped to execute 26 other inmates. Oof, that's dark. Man. Yeah. Can you, so can you imagine like. Did, did he have to dress in the orange mustache? Is that like part of is that, is that, that is that was, the costume? I think that was a choice. Gotcha. Um, he does look a little bit like J. Jonah Jameson, actually. I don't know who that is. From Spider-Man. Oh. The, the news guy. Right, right. I see you. He's like, yeah, he's yeah. a menace. <laughs> wow. That's a. That's a dark turn of events, man. Yeah. And and I would love to know like the original, like the murder, what happened. Cause imagine like you get, say you get thrown in jail for, I mean, I don't know, smashing somebody over the head and they're like, okay, you've done 30 years of punishment. We're going to let you smash people over the head now. <laughs> and we're going to let you go sooner. I mean, if you don't have a conscience, it's easier, you know? Or maybe they're maybe they're, they've done worse things. Maybe they smashed someone over the head and then ate their face or something like that. You know, so maybe they're like, "Oh, at least not as bad as me." You know, like it's worse than I am. You know, <laughs> very true. So, so that dude. I mean, orange is a very youthful color. He's seventy three years old. Looking good, right? Uh, yeah. He's helped to execute uh, convicts, including killers and war criminals. And the government community is sentenced by two months for every execution. That's so wild. Imagine doing a show in your line of work and getting two months off. <laughs> I'd love that. But you but then unfortunately, like it's just weird. I mean, I wonder if he's like in the dining hall at prison, he goes, See you next week, pal. You know, like, like <laughs> nobody wants to sit with him. I, exactly. And then it'd also be like maybe he ties like tighter noose for people that he hates or like a looser noose for people, you know? Right. 
That's fucking weird. Wild. Wild. So yeah, he got four and a half years off for just killing people. And then the rest of the time was taken off for good behavior. He apparently is good at killing people. Yeah. Which I'm thinking like... That got him into the problem in the first place, though. You know? Exactly. (laughs) I'm thinking maybe like he's just... He's double checking the knots beforehand. He's clocking (laughs) in early. He's cleaning the noose afterwards. He's very polite before he hangs you, you know? Exactly. Have a good afterlife. You know? (laughs) And, I mean, depending on the religion, too... Some people see may next, believe in reincarnation. Yeah, see you next time. <laughs> exactly, right? So have, we like, done, have we done this before? <laughs> yeah, I feel like... Uh, uh, very familiar. Very familiar death cry. Hmm. <laughs> can't tell. Um, awesome. That that was the, the last story. Thanks for hanging out, Stuart. Um, yeah. Thank you very much, Broke-Ass Stuart. Tell the people what you got going on, where they can find you. Yeah, uh, I'm Broke-Ass Stuart on all platforms. Uh, um, you, are, you know... Arts, culture, nightlife, uh, progressive politics in the Bay Area, but also funny articles that kind of appeal to anybody anywhere. So, uh, you know, find me on the internet and uh, well, join my newsletter and um, come say hello. Hell yeah. And so that's at BrokeAssStewart on Twitter. And you have a website as well? Yep. BrokeAssStewart.com. Perfect. Perfect. I love the little patriotism of .com. Uh, my website's .ca. Uh, does that affect the, the traffic possibly um but i want people to know i'm canadian i guess yeah you're like one of those people who have the patch on your backpack when you travel <laughs> honestly i did that they were claiming so some people say to americans if you want to have like a better traveling experience put a canadian patch on your back um and then other people were like we can tell who are the canadians and who are the americans because the americans have big canadian flags <laughs> And, and also the Americans are much louder, probably, too. <laughs> this, is true. this is very true. Thank you again so much, too. I really appreciate yeah. it. That'll do for KYN Live. Uh, tune in next Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern for more news stories that are, you know, totally real, but totally ridiculous. Joel, I'm going to get me to press that stop button, and I'm going to say, until then, bye for now. Thanks so much, too. Thank you much. Bye.